What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. True crime, unsolved cases, strange disappearances. Join me as we travel through the timeline of some of the darkest acts in human history. I'm your host, Kevin Eustace, and welcome to the second season of The Deadly Countdown. Episode 7, Sharon Tate. The Death of an Era. That's right, on episode 7, we're going to take a look at one of the symbols of the 60s. Arguably, the symbol that led to the end of the peace, love and flower movement that we all know and love the 60s for. But maybe I should have used better verbiage there, because although Sharon Tate is involved deeply in what many consider to be the death of an era, that's solely down to the macabre and horrific way in which she and some of her friends were murdered by the Manson family. I'm your host, Kevin Eustace, and thank you all for rejoining me back on The Deadly Countdown, where we take a deep dive into some of the most macabre, mysterious, and unsolved crimes, murders, and mysteries of recent history. This is currently episode 7, which means we only have three more episodes of season 2 left to go. And from season 3 onwards we're going to shake the format of the show up. Don't worry, we will still cover the most interesting crimes and mysteries ever known, but we're going to do it in a slightly more casual way. You see, seasons one and two for me were a learning curve, a very steep learning curve, dipping my toe into the world of true crime. But by our season finale, I'll have 20 episodes to review to find out where... I could maybe slot in some personality. Because although I say that with a lilt in my voice, I've noticed the episodes we've covered over the last few weeks, they've been a bit robotic for my liking. 
and that was never my plan for the Deadly Countdown. Ideally, you as the listener should feel like you know me as the host. That's how the best podcasts work. And at the end of the day, this is your podcast, and I want it to be the best podcast it can possibly be. So, do expect changes for Season 3. Don't worry, there will be no seismic shifts. We will still pay the due respect and attention to detail to the cases that we cover. I maybe will just allow some of my personality to bleed into the show, which is not only a key aspect I think the show's missing, but also allows for lengthier episodes. Because of the crimes we've covered so far, I've had an opinion at certain places. I've had something I've wanted to say, but I've wanted to maintain the structure, and therefore I've shied away from it. But as we enter Season 3 and the start of Episode 21, I think we've found our feet. So it's not going to be a rebrand, so to speak. It's more of a shine and polish, as I do believe adding a conversational aspect to the podcast, albeit with myself, will add something to it. It's definitely the type of show I would prefer to listen to. But enough about the upcoming Season 3. First, today, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our newest team members over at Patreon. When you sign up to our Patreon team, not only do you receive these episodes, both ad-free and before everyone else, but you can also receive exclusive access to our Patreon-only podcast, Cold Case. Cold Case releases each and every fortnight without fail and we take a look at some of the most famous unsolved cases in history. We're building a wonderful team of like-minded, true crime enthusiasts over on Patreon, and we'd love to extend an exclusive invitation just for you. Simply head over to patreon.com forward slash the deadly countdown, just like the following wonderful new team members have. Aiden J, Samantha, Ruby R, Chloe S, Timothy, QRST, The Valid Vampire, and Amanda. Thank you so much for supporting the show, guys. It genuinely means the world to me. And I hope you enjoy all the early ad-free releases and, of course, those Patreon-only podcast episodes. But right now, we're going to step back in time to a place of alleged peace, happiness, and love. And murder. For Sharon Tate, let's start the clock. In the heart of the 1960s, L.A. was a vibrant canvas of burgeoning dreams and stark realities. And it was in this setting that Sharon Tate, a symbol of grace and potential in the Hollywood area, began to carve out her niche. As a rising star, Tate's aspirations reached far beyond the glamour of the silver screen. She sought to etch her name in the annals of cinematic history, not just as an actress, but as a symbol of an era's boundless potential. Sharon Tate's Hollywood journey was marked by notable roles and missed opportunities all of which shaped her path. 
she graced the screen in films like Valley of the Dolls, where her portrayal of Jennifer North showcased her emotional range and depth. Yet, for every role that brought her closer to her dreams, there were also missed opportunities. For example, the lead role in Rosemary's Baby, which went to Mia Farrow. These moments of near triumph and disappointment were not just career milestones, but stepping stones on her journey to becoming a respected actress. In this episode, we'll explore Sharon Tate's aspirations and achievements, offering a window into her life and the era she came to epitomise. It's a story that transcends the tragedy of her untimely demise, celebrating her life's ambitions and the footprint she left in Hollywood. Sharon Marie Tate was born on January the 24th, 1943, in Dallas, Texas. The eldest of three daughters, she spent much of her childhood moving from one city to another due to her father's career in the military. This transient lifestyle, however, didn't dampen her early interest in the art and performance. And by age 16, Sharon had already won several beauty contests, hinting at her future in the limelight. By the early 60s, Sharon's aspirations had led her to Hollywood, the epicentre of cinema. Her first roles were small but significant, in 61, she made her TV debut in the Pat Boone Chevy showroom and soon appeared in the TV series The Beverly Hillbillies. These appearances, although minor, laid the groundwork for her ascent in Hollywood. 1965 marked a turning point in Sharon's career. She secured a role in the movie Eye of the Devil, playing opposite David Niven and Deborah Kerr. Her performance as Odile de Carey, a mysterious and enchanting witch, garnered critical attention, setting the stage for more significant opportunities. However, the role that could, and arguably should, have been a major breakthrough for Sharon was in Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby made in 1968. She was considered for the lead role, but ultimately it went to Mia Farrow. This missed opportunity was a disappointment for Sharon, who saw the film soar to success and saw her chance to elevate her career disappear before her eyes. But despite this setback, Sharon's career continued to flourish especially as her performance in Valley of the Dolls was both poignant and powerful and earned her a Golden Globe nomination for New Star of the Year. Also around this time, Sharon's personal life took a significant turn when she met and fell in love with the very same Roman Polanski who directed Rosemary's Baby. Their relationship blossomed amidst the backdrop of an ever-changing Hollywood, one that was increasingly influenced 
by the counterculture movement of the 1960s. Sharon and Roman married on January the 20th, 1968 in London, a union that seemed to herald a new phase of happiness and success in her life. But the late 60s in Hollywood were indeed a time of tumultuous change. The counterculture movement, with its emphasis on free love and rejection of traditional values, was at its peak. This period also saw a surge in artistic creativity in cinema, music and art, with new directors and actors pushing the boundaries of storytelling and performance. Sharon Tate, with her ethereal beauty and undeniable talent, was at the forefront of this transformative era in Hollywood. On the evening of August the 8th, 1969, the tranquil ambience of 10050 CLO Drive belied the tumultuous undercurrents of the era. This elegant home, perched in the Los Angeles hills, belonged to actress Sharon Tate and her husband, the renowned director Roman Polanski. He, however, was in Europe at the time, engrossed in the post-production of his film, The Day of the Dolphin. His pregnant wife, Sharon, eight and a half months into her term, hosted a small gathering of close friends. Joining Sharon on that night were her friends, the famed hairstylist Jay Sebring, coffee heiress Abigail Folger, and her boyfriend, Wojciech Frykowski. As you would expect, they anticipated a peaceful evening together. But they were completely unaware of the nightmare that was about to ensue. Inside the house, laughter and conversation filled the rooms, a stark contrast to the impending horror. You see, at the same time, elsewhere in Los Angeles, a grim plot was unfolding. Charles Manson, a cult leader with failed musical aspirations, had sent four of his followers on a deadly mission. Susan Atkins, Patricia Kremwinkle, Charles Tex Watson and Linda Kasabian were tasked with a chilling command. To annihilate everyone, at 10050 Cielo Drive, and I quote, as gruesomely as you can. This command was the dark heart of Manson's twisted interpretation of the Beatles song Helter Skelter. You see, Manson believed the song contained hidden messages. Messages, conveniently, that he could decode and they signalled an apocalyptic race war. And he was determined to be the one to trigger it. Therefore, armed with his delusional conviction, the Manson family, as they came to be known, arrived at the Tate residence just after midnight on August the 9th. With a chilling mix of fanaticism and precision, they severed the phone lines, 
and readied themselves with knives and a 2-2 revolver. Setting the stage for one of Hollywood's most notorious crimes. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. The tragedy truly began with the murder of Stephen Parent, an unfortunate visitor who by fate crossed paths with the murderers. He got in his car looked up and smiled at Watson, and she pulled out a gun and shot him dead, marking the beginning of the night's brutality. The group then turned their sinister focus towards the house and the occupants inside. What followed was a spree of senseless violence. Jay Sebring was the first victim. Shot and then stabbed to death. Wojciech Frykowski and Abigail Folger desperately attempted to fend off their attackers and escape, but they were mercilessly pursued and killed. Their final moments a true testament to the savagery of their assailants. Sharon Tate's pleas for the life of her unborn child fell on deaf ears, as she too 
was brutally murdered. In a macabre act of symbolism, the killers used her blood to scrawl the word PIG on the front door. A ghastly signature that echoed the derangement of Manson's whole helter-skelter scenario. Following the massacre, the Manson family casually left the scene, melting into the night like nothing happened. The silence of L.A. returned, veiling the brutal scene at Cielo Drive. The morning of August the 9th, 69, dawned with a discovery that would forever change the face of Hollywood, and indeed, the era itself. The maid, Winifred Chapman, arrived at the house to find a scene of unimaginable horror. The bodies of Sharon Tate, Jay Sebring, Wojciech Frykowski and Abigail Folger lay strewn across the property. Their deaths marked by a brutality that was shocking even by the standards of a city familiar with crime. The news of the murders sent shockwaves throughout Los Angeles and beyond. As the media descended upon the scene and reported on what was there, the public grappled with the sheer brutality of the crime. The Hollywood community, in particular, was left reeling. Because the murders were not just an attack on individuals, but they seemed to symbolise an assault on the very essence of the Hollywood dream. In the days following the discovery, the LAPD launched a full-scale investigation. But initially, there were few leads. The brutality of the murders suggested a personal motive. Yet, there was no immediate evidence linking any of the victims to their killers. The cryptic message, written in blood, only added a layer of mystery and terror to the crime itself, adding to the rampant speculation and fear. The public's reaction was one of horror and fascination. The Tate murders became a fixture of media everywhere. Newspapers, TV reports. You name the form of media and it was providing constant updates on the investigation. The crime scene's gruesome details captivated and horrified the nation, whilst the identity and motives of the killers remained ever elusive. The murders at Cielo Drive marked a turning point in the cultural landscape of the 60s. The era had been defined by a sense of freedom and rebellion, but the Tate murders introduced a sense of vulnerability and fear. The idealism of the 1960s counterculture was suddenly overshadowed by the realise that this new freedom could breed darkness and violence. For Hollywood, the impact was profound. The murders shattered the illusion of safety and glamour that had long surrounded the film industry. 
celebrities who had once lived with open doors and minimal security, now fortified their homes, hired bodyguards. The sense of innocence and invincibility that had characterized Hollywood was irrevocably lost. The LAPD were put under serious pressure, both by the public, the media and officials. However, a lack of connection led to a series of dead ends, with investigators pursuing theories from people who just had axes to grind and also a plethora of false confessions. However, the major breakthrough in the case came some months later, in a completely unrelated incident. In October 69, members of the Manson family were arrested at their hideout, the Spahn Ranch, for vandalism and car theft. During their incarceration, Susan Atkins, one of the members, boasted about the murders to her fellow inmates. Her confessions, initially dismissed as bragging, eventually reached the ears of law enforcement. And upon further investigation, the puzzle began to fall into place. Atkins' detailed account of the murders matched the crime scene evidence, and other members of the Mansum family corroborated her story. The motive for the murders, as per the family members, was part of the Charles Manson grandiose and apocalyptic vision inspired by the Beatles song Helter Skelter. These revelations led to the arrest of Charles Manson, along with Atkins, Patricia Kremwinkel and Charles Tex Watson. The trial, which began in June 1970, was one of the most sensational in American history. Manson and his followers were charged with the Tate-LeBianca murders, the latter being a similar crime committed by the family the following night. The trial was a spectacle, marked by bizarre outbursts from Manson and his followers. For example, on March the 29th, 1971, when the court reconvened to hear the arguments regarding the penalties for the convicted parties, Charles Manson launched into a shocking display. With the courtroom's attention fixed upon him, Manson suddenly leaped across the council table towards the judge, shouting, Someone should cut your head off, man! His voice echoed through the stunned courtroom as bailiffs quickly subdued him, preventing any harm. But this outburst not only highlighted Manson's volatile state and unpredictable nature, but also the intense, almost theatrical atmosphere that seemed to have enveloped the whole trial. Manson's influence over his followers was chillingly evident, as they exhibited unwavering loyalty and continued to espouse his warped ideologies. The prosecution, led by a Vincent Bugliosi, presented a compelling case, painting a picture of Manson as a manipulative cult leader who orchestrated the murders to initiate an apocalyptic race war. In January 1971, after a lengthy and tumultuous trial, 
Manson and his co-defendants were all found guilty of first-degree murder and therefore sentenced to death. However, their sentences were commuted to life imprisonment following the abolition of the death penalty in California in 72. The Manson trial brought to light the dark underbelly of this counterculture movement and the potential dangers of unchecked charismatic authority. The case became and remains a cultural touchstone. It marked not only a tragic end to the lives of promising individuals, but also symbolised the death of an era. An era characterised by a certain naivety and optimism. The impact of this event extends way beyond the confines of Hollywood, influencing popular culture, criminal psychology, and indeed the American justice system today. The legacy of Sharon Tate herself has evolved over the years, initially overshadowed by the sensationalism of the Manson family and their horrific crimes, Tate's memory has finally been reclaimed and honoured in more recent times. She's now remembered not just as a victim, but as a beautiful, talented actress, a symbol of the 60s, a symbol of Hollywood glamour, and a promising life cut tragically short. Over the years, various theories have emerged regarding the motive and circumstances of the Tate murders. While the official narrative pins the motive on Manson's delusional vision of helter-skelter, some investigators and crime enthusiasts have speculated more alternative motives. One theory suggests that the murders were not the initiation of a race war, as Manson claimed, but rather a hit, ordered due to a drug deal gone wrong. This theory posits that Frykowski and Sebring were involved in drug trafficking, and the murders were a retaliation by a disgruntled dealer. However, this theory has largely been discredited due to a lack of concrete evidence. Another speculation revolves around the idea that Manson was more deeply connected to Hollywood elite than initially believed. Some suggest that Manson's failed music career and his interactions with the music industry figures played a more significant role in the motive for the murders. This theory proposes that the killings were a twisted form of revenge. Revenge against an industry that Manson felt had rejected him. In the realm of more outlandish, but no less interesting theories, some have ventured into the territory of conspiracy. These theories involve suggestions of mind control connections to secret government programs, even satanic cults, all operating within the Hollywood elite. Now, whilst these theories lack substantiated evidence, they still continue to circulate, even today with modern celebrities. 
adding to the mystery and enduring fascination with this case. The murder of Sharon Tate and the subsequent trial of Charles Manson and his family have left an indelible mark on American history. The case continues to intrigue and horrify. A testament to the complexities of human nature and the darker aspects of societal change. All of the theories, both credible and outlandish, keep the story alive, leaving an air of suspense and mystery that perhaps will never fully be resolved. As we reflect on the legacy of Sharon Tate and the events that unfolded at Cielo Drive, we're reminded of the fragility of life and the unpredictable nature of fate. The true story of that fateful night still remains partially shrouded in mystery and will always be a chilling reminder of the enigmatic and sometimes terrifying aspects of human behaviour. It also, rather terrifyingly, shows how just a handful of brainwashed individuals can create so much societal upheaval they can change the very fabric of an era and, in turn, to a certain extent, shape our very reality itself. Now, despite her brutal end, let's all remember Sharon Tate for the beautiful and talented actress she truly was. And with that, we come to the end of Episode 7 of Season 2. Be sure to join me next week for Episode 8 of The Deadly Countdown. But right now, for Sharon Tate, the death of an era. Let's stop the clock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.